thanks for taking the time to listen to this Social Partnership Forum podcast. Welcome to the HPMA Awards 2017 Judging Day and to the Social Partnership Forum sponsored category for partnership working between employers, trade unions and other stakeholders. Lots applied and now only four remain in the Partnership Award category. Today we'll be hearing from the four shortlisted finalists as they present their initiatives to the judges in a bid to be crowned this year's winner. A little bit nervous, but yeah, yeah with any presentation you feel a bit, you know, but we've practiced it and we've run through it and we know what we're talking about, so it's just the not knowing what to expect. We've worked on this project for a good five years and to get to this level um, and to be recognised in uh, any final stage is just great for our trust, so we're, I'm excited. Oh, really proud, yeah. I think the organisation that we work in, it's well deserved, to be quite honest. We're very proud of what we've done together, and, uh, and it's nice to be, to be shortlisted. Hi. Hello. Hi. Come, Come on in. in. Grab a seat. So, welcome. Um, delighted to have you here. Um, we'll introduce ourselves in, the, in a moment. First up is Derbyshire Community Health and their Reasonable Adjustments uh, Passport Initiative. Okay ask you to do your presentation. I'm Amanda Wildgust, Head of People Services with Derbyshire Community Health Services. And this is my colleague. Lynn Booth, Joint Head of Staff Partnership, Unison, working for um, Derbyshire Community Healthcare Services. Basically this is um, where we have been working in partnership with our trade union and professional body colleagues um, to look at how we can um, deal with people's disabilities or long-term conditions and make reasonable adjustments for them and how this can then transfer within the organisation if they are redeployed or promoted they're able to take this document with them. We have over 140 sites within Derbyshire Community Health Services so as you can see there's quite a lot of movement between roles for a lot of our employees. We've been working in partnership now for eight, nine years. The way that we do things really, it's just natural to, to us, isn't yes. it? Yes. Obviously we don't always agree, so we have to have further conversations about how we can make things work, overcome any obstacles or mechanics around the way in which it might work. Um, we did a pilot scheme as well which helped so that we were able to see um, what the objections might be or what people would think about things which is really good. Do you feel that if we can engage our staff into having a document that is pertinent to them then they will also remind the manager and nudge them to pass records on when they... So the key things that have helped us work in partnership together are trust, openness, respect, honesty and as I say we don't always agree um, and it's good that we're able to challenge each other in a professional way um, and there be no falling out at, uh, at the end of it. We get something that is really good for our employees. Well, I would encourage other trusts to take on this initiative. Um, we'd be very happy to share our learning with them. We think it's something that is especially useful for community services or multi-site organisations within the NHS because it is something that is easily transferable. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Next to see the judges is Norfolk and Norwich University Hospitals with their new attendance policy 
a new approach to people management. So I'm Ashley Judd, Deputy Director of Workforce at Norfolk and Norwich University Hospitals Foundation Trust. And I'm Harry Seddon, I'm the Unison Branch Secretary and Staff Side Chair at that place. When we've reflected on our submission, we've probably been ambiguous as to whether this was a submission about an attendance policy, which replaced the sickness management policy, or whether it was actually the partnership itself, or whether it was trying to change the way we manage our people. And we sort of concluded it was all three, but, but actually the, the attendance policy was probably a real critical catalyst for, for that change. Yeah. And it, it proved not only that can we get things agreed, because before I joined the Trust, the, there was a draft sickness policy that had been there for three or four years, had gone nowhere, yeah. and it was, put it quite bluntly, it was rubbish, as was the existing policy, it was rubbish and new to the NHS, new to the Trust. Harry and I met in April 2015, and Harry kindly shared all the negativity, the cynicism, healthy cynicism, of course. In terms of partnership, it's not whether what a partnership is, it's what a partnership does. So I guess we've worked in partnership in order to achieve particularly a new sickness absence policy, but in doing that, to try and encourage new ways of managing, new ways of working together, and, and a better environment for staff in our trust and again in turn I think there's an underlying principle there is that one of happy staff lead to good services. And were the challenges cultural primarily or were there other process implications that may have contributed? The big challenge to the managers in the room is not, you don't treat everybody. The, the challenge wasn't the staff side, the, the challenge probably was it was winning managers over in general Mm. and winning other HR colleagues over in general um, and s some people may vote with their feet in terms of not liking what, what the approach that's been taken because it's a far more mature approach to managing people. It is, a, it is cultural change, it's about attitude change, it's about empowering people and letting them have the confidence. So mm. how do we overcome that? We've just been relentless. And this policy has been the catalyst for the whole change in what, the way we manage our people. It'd probably be fair to say I had a vision about how we approach it. Calling an attendance policy yeah. is an interesting step. Don't follow process as a matter of course. Don't be afraid to have a conversation. Um, think about the outcome. You know, work on the relationship. Know your staff. These have become phrases, buzzwords that are embedded, and if. If one or more of those could help another trust, of course we'd recommend it. Do you need um, a few more minutes before I bring in the next? Hoping that their learning in partnership initiative impresses the judges is the Queen Elizabeth Hospital, Kings Lynn. My name is Darren Barber. I am the staff side chair for Queen Elizabeth Hospital. And I'm Lorraine Wellard. I'm training and development manager for Queen Elizabeth Hospital. Hi. How are you doing? You all right? Hi. Hello. Hello, I'm Darren. The initiative is effectively um, what we started was a way to engage with staff um, to enable people to who may not necessarily always see themselves as uh, got the right qualifications or the right confidence, um, but actually could give a lot of contribution to the, to the organisation, an opportunity to, to step up and, and be part of. Uh, the organisation and feel valued at a time when the organisation was actually feeling quite low. For me it's, the, it, it's about uh, investing in people, trusting people and letting them have an ownership. You put them together, you get it rolling, you've got something special. 
and I think that's what we've created. When you walk into a room and you see men and women at a sewing machine developing something for whatever they want to do in a project and they are all helping and talking and supporting each other and then you walk into town and you walk into a bar and you see them all in a bar together because they've now got their own club. That's special. Basically what you see, what is life long learning? So the per first one up there is the pathway for uh, improvement. I think the biggest thing of it is, is putting managers, directors, doctors, all sort of people in the same room and actually getting them to talk to each other and go, oh yeah, he's all right. And actually challenge them. Because if you don't challenge each other, you don't get change. If you don't get change, you go stale. And that's what happened to our organisation. And what we've got now is, is that people are proud to go up and speak to people. They don't care if they're the director. They don't care if they're the CEO. That's their hospital. They work for the hospital. They work for the public. They work for the visitors and the patients. And that's something that I've seen change in the last five years. It's taken quite a bit of effort initially to just do the promotion and explanation. But having some the regular meetings and the time built in, some, yeah, it's difficult for some people to be released and come to all the meetings. But I think the the um, commitment of those who can um, help share things outside the meetings and keep things going. So yeah, it's not easy to do. None of this has been, ter you know, ever so easy, but with passion and commitment, um, it's just proven what we can do. My message to other trusts who want to take this initiative would be, don't put a financial cap on it, don't go commercial, keep it easy, and trust the staff to go to the direction they will, and you do it in partnership. Last to see the judges is North Staff's Combined Healthcare, who are presenting their Feel Good Friday initiative. I'm Steve Jones, um, I'm trade union uh, worker for Unison at North Staff's Combined Healthcare Trust. And I'm Patrick Ross Osborne from the Human Resources Department at the same trust, North Staff's Combined. The initiative was called Feel Good Friday, it was a health and wellbeing event for staff in the trust but it was also meant to bring unions, um, staff side, um, the trust, management, uh, occupational health, um, staff counselling, various organisations together to work collaboratively um, in a, in a non-restrictive non partnership for the betterment of, of staff and obviously for the trust, obviously it's got aspects where it reduce sickness and, and improve people's well-being and keep people in work. It's, um, it's a monthly event uh, every Friday in our main hospital site and it's uh, stalls um, and it's a variety of things. I mean, we have a, a union slash HR stall, we have um, equality and diversity and occupational health, they're the regulars. It was a partnership that on the face of it was going to be a struggle because there's a, a viewpoint across the trust and possibly the wider NHS of an us and them culture. Um, us representing management and so on and them being the, the unions and vice versa and it was very important to us that we worked together closely which we did um, it was extremely successful we were seen to be working collaboratively so staff members were, were starting to associate um, management and unions as the same thing rather than two sides of a, a, a fight um, and the spin-off and the, and the legacy from it, the closer working that we have um, between unions and, uh, and management, 
Um, it just it has achieved what we wanted it to. Things work a lot better. The staff are, are, are treated in a different way. Uh, situations are resolved quicker um, in a very public arena. We would recommend it um, on two counts, on the, the actual direct benefits that it has to staff. Um, staff know when they're being preached at, you know, and being corporate messaged and all the rest of it. And when they're <coughs> welcomed into something that's interactive and it's like you can do this or you don't do this, whichever. Staff interact with that better than, than being preached at. And the partnership working, um, we're working on a project where we have a single goal in mind. And that then, as Steve has explained, rolls out to our other business. Steve's looking at it from a, a union perspective. I'm perhaps looking from the, the management side of things. But it's still a staff member who works for our trust and we have their interests at heart and that's how all the policies are, are worked and used. So it has that double benefit. Well thank you both. Really, really interesting presentation and subsequent discussion. Thank but thank you very much for your time. You, Cheers. Good to be here. Bye now. Bye. Andrew Morris, head of stakeholder engagement at the Department of Health, was one of the judges on the day. He described the standard of entries this year and what the judges were looking for. The standard this year was very good. The ones we shortlisted this year were really fine examples of getting together to take a new approach together. Trade unions, workforce representatives and the employers and managers working together to address something that would improve their organisation and improve uh, the, the patient care that they were providing. By trusting the workforce to come up with ideas, by listening to them and valuing their opinion and working together on that shared aim. It's really positive stuff. I've actually found as a judge, it's one of the best parts of my job. It's really inspirational to hear the stories that we get on how bringing people together for the benefit of patients and the benefit of the organisation to solve problems collectively really works. So, um, we need to consider each of the projects against the, the criteria, so a maximum of five points for each criterion, and then we hopefully choose one that we're all comfortable with. We, we look really for, not an example where, um, there, there's lots of really good outcomes in the entries that we get across the board. We rarely get anything that isn't a really positive entry, but what we sometimes get is an entry where the management side or the HR side are very strongly led on it and then involved the unions or the workforce representatives much later on in the process so it's kind of driven by one of the partners rather than really addressed together from the outset to, to jointly develop a solution. So that's the difference between a good and, a, and an average entry to me. Where they've identified a problem together and worked together on solving that from the outset is what really stands the best entries apart. We enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. I think um, it brought back some very positive memories of, uh, of the journey we've been on over the last uh, 18 months or so and um, actually I think we got the, most of those points across. It flew past. Um, half hour didn't seem long enough, I could have gone for a lot more longer. It was just trying to get all the really evidential stuff that we need to talk to them to make them understand what we've created. We're very proud of our, what we've done. I actually really enjoyed it, um, which is a kind of a weird thing because it's a panel and you have to give a presentation. But it's shot by, which is always a good measure of, of how things went. We were happy with our project, we're happy to be 
shortlisted, it would be great to win, obviously, um, but we're just going to have to wait and see.